He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. We are at awkwardwithevan.com for past episodes, at awkwardwithevan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, find all those past audio recordings on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and anything I forgot. So uh, we are continuing on with my interviewing of Facebook friends, and uh, I am bringing on a Facebook friend who uh, has been very supportive of me, and uh, I wanted to get to know her more, to to see her backstory, and, uh, you know, I found out some stuff. Um, we talked a little bit about my new shirts that I've been putting out uh, since coronavirus has been st- going strong, and uh, and then we she, she leaves us with a very nice... Uh, Final thought, uh, much superior to anything Jerry Springer would have come up with. So uh, stay tuned. This is uh, my talk with Jill Noel. All right. It's socially socially awkward with Evan Wexel. I have another guest. She's one of my favorite people in the world because she loves my new shirts almost as much as anyone. And it's very appreciated. Uh, I will. I guess we'll talk a little bit about that, but we're going to talk about all kinds of things. She's from somewhere where we don't have to wear masks. She's in a, a better county than LA. Oh, I've already just been opinionated. Doesn't matter. Bring on my Facebook friends. This is Jill Noel. Hello, ma'am. Hey, Evan. How are you? I'm doing good. Is this your first podcast? This is my first podcast. I'm a podcast virgin. Oh, very good. Okay, so... <laughs> Hopefully you, never mind. I'm never mind. I was going to make a stupid (laughs) vaccine joke, but you know what? We'll leave that alone too. Um, We've never spoken. We, we like each other's stuff on, on the Facebook and uh, we support one another. And now we get to talk and you, you get to, I, I really do know nothing about you. That's, that's the thing. We like things that are going on presently. At least we agree on things going on presently, but you're, are you from Ventura County? your whole life? No, I'm not from Ventura County my whole life, but I have lived here for about 20 years. So I feel like I'm a native Venturan, but I'm actually from the Midwest. Okay. Where in the Midwest are you from? Uh, Outside of Chicago, but then kind of everywhere else after that, because Uh, I was a corporate brat. So I grew up all over the place, but Chicago was where I was just outside of Chicago is where I was born. Okay. So what, what, what were you saying? You were a corporate what? A corporate, corporate brat. brat. Oh, brat. Brat. Okay. So you <laughs> yeah, had, like a military brat, but a corporate brat. So you had jobs that just took you everywhere or did your family? Have my dad st- did. Okay. Yeah, my dad oh, did. Very nice. So, okay, well, yeah. th- well I guess Chicago is kind of sk- sketchy right now. <laughs> so as, as uh, I'm, yeah. So I'm, I'm, as I'm hearing uh, recordings of mayors and religious leaders cursing at each other. But yeah. regardless, I'm um, good. So you finally realized 20 years ago, I'm going out to California just because it looked nicer? Yeah. At the time, uh, we actually picked Ventura because it was our favorite weather and our favorite beach town. Yeah. And it was 
kind of a dream of mine at the time to live in a beach town. And at the time, I'd say the world was a little bit of a different place and it was calmer and maybe a bit more fun. And Mm -hmm. so we picked to live in Ventura and I've stayed here ever since. And for the most part, I'm really glad about it. Raised my kids here. Uh, They're all grown and off to other places at this point, but I've, for the most part, really loved living in Ventura. Um, Right. We did. We, I just went to Ventura for, to the beach for the first time over the weekend, Ventura Harbor, I think. Uh, Really not hot at all. Um, Got a heck of a sunburn though, but still it's very pleasant. (laughs) So you you did it right Yeah, it tends to be like, you know, 10 degrees cooler than LA. Yeah, exactly. Does it? Yeah, we get the nice cooler weather and... (laughs) Does it let you do like your, your careers or your husband's careers? Like they don't have to be like in LA, it can be in Ventura, it can be wherever. So you, you guys were able to kind of choose that place. Cause. Kind of. Um, so I mostly work in the Bay area, interestingly enough, oh, but I'm okay. really glad at this point in my life that I've chosen not to live there but have chosen to only work there. Cause I really enjoy working up there and I just go up occasionally used to go up once or twice a month, mm-hmm. but now I'm doing everything by video. So it's all virtual for me. And then my husband has kind of a travel job anyway, yeah. so we can live in Ventura and he just does what he does. So you're, you're He's pretty much essential. So. Yes. So you guys are pretty much like the up in the air couple. Like you're just, you would originally be like flying back and forth all the time. And, and I'm sure. Yeah. And you, you don't yes, seem minus like the sex. random sex. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Hey, oh, all right. So now <laughs> besides, you don't see, cause you don't seem like you're a Southwest airlines kind of person. You seem more like a United or American person. Am I accurate? Oh no, I'm a total Southwest Airlines oh, kind of person. Oh my gosh, okay. Because I didn't know what, like Bay Area, I thought maybe she's like San Francisco. She's going to all the, the fancy schmancy meetings up there. But no, you're probably then like more of an Oakland, Sacramento type, is my guess. Yeah, that, or I, I don't necessarily fly when I go to San Francisco. I sometimes oh, drive because oh, the space is awesome. And that drive is amazing from Ventura. So I drive like up, an hour of the way you know, there. on a Monday or whatever it may be. Oh, so I'm already thinking with that. Exactly. So you just drive up the 101 and you're golden and you stop to surf in Santa Cruz and you do the rest of the trip. That's good. It's a good hack. You got it. Or Monterey or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Man. Yeah. So what, what else should we talk about? What has been, what has been, have there been some good things in the last three months as you've been, uh, you know, kind of in lock, have we been in lockdown or limited lockdown? What has been some some fun uh, silver linings. Some silver linings for me. Number one, I've got my daughter home from college. So this is, has been family time for us. We've played a lot of games, gotten to talk. We uh, don't necessarily have the same political views, but that's okay. It makes for interesting Where conversation. Where does she go? Where does she go? And so that, uh, she goes to Marshall University, which is its own interesting kind of story because it's in West Virginia, right. which is a very low covid numbers state so they were kind of one of the first to go back to normal so her friends from college have been you know eating out at olive garden and whatnot since i don't know a month ago yeah and so it's it's been mostly pretty good there and fairly normal so she's back for the summer though and it's nice to have her here so that's one silver lining and then i would say the other one is that my husband and i have both been able to continue working myself virtually yeah and then because he's essential yeah, we haven't 
suffered too much, but I had a bit of a downturn in business with some right. of my normal, my quote, normal clients who are not right. virtual, but um, other than that, pretty good. Right. Same. Uh, very nice. So um, then how did we eventually, we started then, I don't know if we were just liking one another's things that we were posting on Facebook. Uh, I don't know if you were supporting my Senate run or other things. I'm not sure. What, what's what's yeah. your first memory of me when we first met, Jill? <laughs> uh, let's see. I think you were posting something. It was maybe one of the protests at the Capitol or something. Okay. Uh, talking about, you know, um, California politics. It might have been a Lorena Gonzalez post, actually. Oh, heavens. Um, <laughs> I know. Of which we dare not speak. <laughs> Those get ugly in a hurry. Yeah. Yes. She who shall not be named. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed a couple of things. Number one, of course, I always love a good laugh. So I appreciate yeah. that you don't take things overly seriously. No. And um, also just the general concept of uh, freedom, of course. Oh, good. <laughs> That's good. So, yeah. And I, one thing, I mean, I did that, that you've been supportive of is I, 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 on Udemy, I got this like $20 course of like how to have your own t-shirt business. So I started making these shirts for another character I do online. I made his shirts about, you know, very satirical. I'm not going to talk about it. I I like to pretend he doesn't exist because it's better that way. Um, But I started creating shirts for the podcast and shirts (laughs) from even myself. But then I was like, you know what? We need some lighthearted COVID shirts. And, or at least something with a message. Yeah. So, so I don't know. The first one I think I made was like, get your yeah. own toilet paper. This was a shirt that said, get your own toilet paper with toilet paper on the shirt. <laughs> and then from there, it kind of tracks the timeline of, of everything we've been going through. And or uh, one that said, you know, yeah. hug me. I tested negative or uh, antibodies AF. But then, <laughs> then you, you're my first, you're my first uh, COVID collection model. Because you got my practice media distancing, distancing shirt. Oh, yeah. And then you just, I guess we're going to be waiting on the... Exactly. Uh, the defund the media, which it's funny because I never usually survey. Usually yeah. I have a good beat of what's funny and what's going to resonate. But I chose to survey people. And of course, you get the logistical replies like, logistically, you cannot defund the media because then that would already be not good. And then they're already being defunded and you're losing <laughs> staff of the... Of the newspapers, and then it's certainly you can't really do that. It's not maliciously. <laughs> then I'm like in my V for Vendetta, V for Vendetta voice. I'm not talking about logistics. I'm talking about an idea, Mr. Creedy. So that's exactly. I just saw that like a week ago. Like it's amazing if you watch that movie in 2020. The little things that are done are so like emblematic, and basically it's a handbook of what's been going on this year. And this yeah. is from 15 years ago. Wow. And it's, I don't know, have you seen this movie or? Crazy. Uh, I, a really long time ago. So I guess I need okay. to rewatch it with new should, context. It just, it just got back on Netflix. I recommend it. Okay. What do you recommend on Netflix? Are you, do you watch Netflix? Uh, uh, a little, not a lot. I'm not okay. a huge TV person or movie okay. person, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I tend to be kind of a chick flick person, so I'm a little boring in that regard, but I do love a good comedy. And so, like, if you look at my, I hate to say it, my DVD collection, 
that's all like Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I actually, I don't think it's on Netflix anymore, but it was for a brief period of time, or maybe it was uh, Amazon Prime, one or the other. It was one of the free versions. Um, Will Ferrell did the Sherlock Holmes spoof. Oh, I thought it was that? hysterical. With, yeah, it's John called it's called Holmes and Watson. Yeah, oh. with John C. Riley. It's definitely not for everybody. No, it's, watch it. it's highbrow slash lowbrow humor. I mean, yeah. really lowbrow in some yeah. regards, but also goes completely over other people's heads. There's oh. some hilarious scenes in that. Oh, so I'll go there. I love a good comedy. My biggest struggle is like I have DVDs, but I have now it's only like I'd either have to play it in a computer or there's like maybe one DVD player left in the house. So yeah, we just use the Xbox. That's right. That's right. So when you're playing, what's your favorite Xbox game? I'm assuming it's for you. Oh, it is not. It's for I my know. husband, so I don't have. Oh, a really? Okay, so your husband's an adult gamer. Uh, yeah, not a not a heavy heavy one. Okay. though. I think he has one or two. Games. But is he going yeah. on like Twitch and streaming and like yelling at fourteen year olds? Like what? He's more. No, just, no, no, no. No. Okay. No, he has. Same thing, like the disc games. Uh, I don't know, with Tom right. Clancy, play, something or another. He's, he's playing Tom Clancy. He's playing a Tom no, I Clancy there was one video like, game. Shoot him up, kind of. Oh, I think okay. so. Maybe it was like a John. This is like a. Is that the new thing? You have you have your books made John into Grisham. either movies or you have them made into video games. Like this is John Grisham's The Client now on Xbox Three. Quick with a with a digital Matt Damon. Yes. <laughs> or it was Matt McConaughey. I don't even remember. And I just remember reading <laughs> no. that book in the ninth grade, and it didn't seem that complicated to me, so I didn't mind it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sorry, unfortunately, I'm not that schooled about Xbox either. Me I, neither. I don't play. I barely. I have my phone. That's enough right now. But yeah, my kid likes. Exactly. When we go back to New York, we do have a Sega Genesis back at the old the old ranch in Long Island, nice. and uh, yeah, he would. Be like he'd call my my dad up. She'd be like, "I want to go back to New York. Why? I want to play the RBI Baseball Four from 1991." Yeah. That, awesome. So yeah, <laughs> but he just just see he just saw a rom com. He saw Kissing Booth on Netflix. Have you heard of that movie? I have. I think I've seen it. Okay. Um, trying to remember who's in it though, but I thought it was cute. It's sort okay. of like a you know something magical happens in the Kissing Booth kind of thing. No, yeah, I haven't seen it. Was him and my wife, I, I passed, but it was, you know, there's still, there's endless things there to watch. So then what is, you're not, you're not a, a TV person, which is probably a net positive. And, uh, what's, what is, makes up most of your, your leisure time then? What would your hobbies be? Uh, I'm a painter. Oh, is that, and... did you paint that in the background? I did not paint that one, sad to say. I don't yeah. think I have any of my paintings in here. But most of the rest of my house, yes. But that one I just happened to like, and it went oh. with my office decor. But oh. um, no, I didn't paint that one. But most okay. I do. And I, yeah, if I could carry the camera around, I'd show you a bunch in my house. I've posted a lot of hung around. around in that. Do you ever post your paintings? Do you post not like what Facebook, you've done? But I guess oh. I should. Yes, yeah, so. I've put a couple on Instagram. But do you more, you, you paint them for yourself? It's not like I'm going to have like a, yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Fair enough. Or for gifts for my family or something like oh, that. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Are these like yeah. scenes, so general scenes? I just got scenes? into watercolor. Okay. Yeah, it's mostly landscape stuff, but yeah. um, like I do local, I just did the post office in Ojai right. recently. It's like a kind of a landmark building. Oh, oh cool. You know, landscape. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. 
All right. I sound really boring right now, I feel like. No, this, this is, it makes me work harder. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it pushes me to my It's okay. I, I don't mind. This is, I, I just love talking to people. And, you know, you like to track down where everyone is. I like to contact trace my Facebook friends so I know oh, yeah, where, where we know each other from. And if we've given each other COVID over Facebook. So. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Are we social distancing right now? We I are so. more than 60 miles apart. So I think we're okay. So yeah, we, but I, maybe I should move your picture a little bit I'll, further away. I'll, from you know what? I'll change it to maybe like a gallery view that I have. Oh, now it's all <laughs> you. Now you've come even closer to me. So I have to go back to the speaker view. Back. <laughs> okay. I, then I'll just throw out random questions at you. What has been your favorite Halloween costume of all time that you dressed up as? Uh, Wonder Woman when I was four. Okay. And I had red rubber boots and okay. a black wig. Although mm-hmm. you could ask the very important question as to why I needed a wig when my hair was already this color when I was a kid. Don't right. know. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Especially a hot wig, you know, like you're four years old and you're wearing a hot wig. Like, why would you want to wear this? And I don't mean hot like sexy. I mean hot like it's hot in here. <laughs> like, you might as well wear the mascot outfit. Right. Okay. What's your favorite game show to play or that you would play along with? if it was on or if you had a chance to be on a game show, which one would you be the best at? Um, now I'm forgetting the name of it because suddenly I mentally blanked on it, but it's the one Big Bucks No Whammies. Do you remember that one? The really mm. old one uh, no. with the little whammies that would come across the screen. And this is not Price is Right. cartoon whammies. Not, no, not no, Joker's no. Wild. That was awesome though. I have okay. to give you Joker's Wild. I love. Okay. Yeah, was that Wink Martindale? I think. I have no yeah, idea. I'm just awesome. pulling things out of thin air. Although I have to say, and this isn't a real game show. Yeah. But man, would I love to either be in the audience or be on it. Black Jeopardy. Black Jeopardy. <laughs> what? What is if that? You've never seen that on SNL. It's awesome. Oh, I think Watch I did. The Tom yes. Hanks episode. Yes. I think I did. Uh, oh my god! It's, it's killer. Better than Celebrity Jeopardy. Yes. Okay. Well, it is kind of like that. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. I think I did see this skit. I don't remember if it was well done. What What's been your favorite? Hilarious. Do you have a, a favorite SNL skit in the last five years? Um, Maybe or is of the all Californians time? in the last five years. Californians was good. Does that did, did you identify with that or just know people like that? I just know people like that <laughs> because I didn't grow up here. Oh, that's right. But. I mean, but the only part, of course, that I think every Californian can identify with is at this time of day, are you crazy? It'll be jammed. <laughs> Whatever it is, wherever you're going at this time of day, it'll be jammed. You know that. That's one yeah. thing you know for sure. I like um, what was in the last couple of years. A very smart one. It was, uh, there was a few that I really liked. One was with Amy, Tina Fey came back and with Amy Poehler, they, were, they, had a, they hosted a game show called meet your second wife where they had like three oh. guys on the and they're like here's your second wife and then and then the wives are in the the first wives are in the audience like what the hell and then like with the, it yeah. builds it builds to where the third the third person comes out and it's like you know she's like in her 20s and then the guy's like oh that's not so bad but i'm like nope that's not your second <laughs> wife and then they show an ultrasound there is your second wife oh. 
Oh, that oh that's brilliant awesome. Skit. I'll have to watch that. Yeah. Uh, no. but they're always I, I get that I look up. like Molly Shannon a lot. You do? Uh, I don't know if you think so. But. I don't submit uh, for 15%. Nah. Okay. That's it. You know, that's all you, get. you don't get any Maybe others? Just the hair color. Just, just Molly? I, I sometimes, I used to get Tina Fey when I would wear my that would be glasses closer. that kind of look like hers. Okay. Good. Yeah. I've, have you sworn off glasses? But I need or the you, scar, you know? Are you con? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yeah. Do you No, you know what's hilarious? I'm so old at this point I need my contacts and my reading glasses. <laughs> oh, that's double shield. That would be like wearing a hazmat suit during all of this. So that's exactly that's very <laughs> Which I'm considering, you know, it's just very as a socially conscious statement. of you to, to do both things just to be extra safe. Okay. Yes. Um all right. Do you have do you have any questions for me? Random questions, whatever. Yeah, I so I saw that you used to do the VH1 segments. Yep. I I only recently saw it, so I didn't know that about you until I just saw this little bit. Yeah, that's right. How did that How did that come about? How did you get on VH1? Uh, I was in New York and I was working a day job with the people that put on the New York City Marathon. And one of the, like, you know, we had like a charity group that we get all the runners from the city to fundraise for the kids running programs in the city. And they'd all like raise money while running for the marathon. Um, and one person ended up was like someone that was like a producer at VH1. And we connected and she put me on, she just brought me in one day and I taped I Love the 80s 3D, I Love 70s Volume 2. And I love uh, something else in the same day. And then she brought me back wow. to record I Love Toys like months later. And it was just like a cool thing. It was like a free thing at the time. I was like a nobody. And, you know, I'm sure other unknown comedians were jealous of an unknown comedian like me getting like that kind of thing. But it's good. It's good footage to have. I, yeah, because I discovered a, a platform where I can just like upload my old videos and I can like stream them live as if, as if they're actually happening. So I was like, you know what? Maybe yeah. people don't know that about me. So yeah, I did that. And then when exactly. I got here to E, E Network, they had breakdowns for like talking head stuff. And I just kind of showed them my stuff. And I then I taped celebrity, rich celebrity countdown. And I spoke about mm. a few of rich celebs. And then I they were casting again for like celebrity feuds. And they're like, I have experience doing this. Here's a DVD of me doing your last show, like the rich people. And they're like, okay, we'll use you again. I'm like, oh, you're good. So it was good. I don't, nice. know if you can, I don't know if it fits. You can't really have that on TV anymore. Everything is just so like rapid and like consumed and turned out. And who knows if we're ever yeah. going to like have like retrospectives of the aughts or the, the 2010s. Uh, yeah. We've all kind of blurred it together. The technology has made it where we, we know what it was. We don't have to like talk about bell bottoms or Cindy Lauper again. I think we're right. It was a good. Exactly. It was good for its time. Yeah, that's 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 all I did. Yeah. yeah, it was always good to put on the for the intros of my show. When people introduce me, you don't want to have them say like he's done clubs and colleges all over the country. Like that's kind of like, or he does. <laughs> he's on YouTube. Like yeah, no, this <laughs> next comedian. You know, they say let's just say VH1 and E. They got that. And then other than that, yeah, you can kind of roll from there. So it's always good when you're starting. Yeah, out. although yeah, go ahead. Although it, it is interesting because I find that with the younger generation, because I have three girls who are all like in their late teens and twenties yeah. and 
you know, YouTube stars are a thing. Like you say somebody's a YouTube star and they're like, oh, that, you know, that's yeah. legit for them. So right. you can always be a YouTube star. I could. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still trying. I have to figure out how to, to get a good logo and play streaming games, I guess. And uh, I don't know what, how to be a star or just learn to do flips wherever I go. That might, yeah, have, to there be you it. Go. That might have to be it. Maybe you could do special stunts with a mask or hazmat suit. Yeah, I could. Well, I could just take my, my masks for my social distance masks and just wear those on all these kind of oh, places yeah. and just like dance yeah. and have people film me dancing in a mask and seeing if others will dance with me. That could be. There you go. Yeah. Party time. I do Party recommend 2020 style. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, I do recommend though. Uh, like, yeah, like what I'd want to do is like something like Billy on the Street. I don't know if you've ever heard that, seen that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. That's what I, I love that. <laughs> That's the kind of thing I'd want to do. Just go up to people, just like start conversations and manufacture art. I'll give you $100 if, if uh, whatever. You <laughs> wear this like, mask. He's like, for a dollar. <laughs> oh, a dollar. That's right. It's like, a dollar. <laughs> like, and they're like, where's my dollar? Or they're like, grab it out of his hands. Like, what do you do? <laughs> But that's, yeah, that's the thing. The that's how people I'll be. will do for one dollar. That's how I'll be a YouTube star. We'll, go, we'll do that. What would be your YouTube channel? If you could have a YouTube channel, what would it be about? Um, it would just be Jill's oh, paintings. You, so I, here's right. why I'm torn. Okay. Here's why I'm torn. You have more than one channel. So there's this, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm thinking because I have this whole irreverent side of my life that mm -hmm. is like my husband's humor and my humor but you, it definitely requires, it's sort of an acquired taste. Mm -hmm. Let's put it that way. Yep. Um, but then there's this whole other side that's kind of serious that could be like, hey, how I learned to paint watercolors overnight or what some of the stuff I do in my business, it's like leadership coaching and whatever, oh, cool. you know, that's, that could, so I could go the serious side or I could go the really kind of wild offbeat funny side. I don't know. Yeah. I'm torn. What do you think? Uh, I would like a spoof of like that lead, like a, I would like an over the top leadership <laughs> coaching seminar, like a, with like, I would like you like the office like, style. No, you like a hybrid where like you maybe take like, like a Shia LaBeouf, a little bit of that Shia LaBeouf, just do it and just think, just, just ramp yourself up to 12 and, uh, just see where it goes from here and just have things on stage with you that you can push over as you're explaining yourself. <laughs> Like mannequins, I love it. Or desks, <laughs> and yeah, and, uh, spreads, yeah, like catered subway. There you go. Just push it over. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just like put, tip over the tray. Yeah, put your best foot forward, and no, don't take no for an answer, or else you're gonna flip a table. Yeah, this all helps. Right. I, I like watch. That's my experience from watching years of wrestling. I I know like what what creates an effect. So that's. That's my world. Yeah, and I could go kind of inspirational at the beginning and then just turn into total anger and aggression. Yeah, but the thing is you want to retain these people. So like if you're just going to lose your stuff and not turn into like not paint yourself green and turn into the Incredible Hulk, I mean, there's that could be a gimmick, the Jill She-Hulk. There has to be a She-Hulk movie she coming Hulk. out soon. It's only, a, it's about time. Yeah. Women can get angry too. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Quite often, actually. <laughs> Quite often. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, cool. Is there so so? Is there any any other any other things you'd like people to know? Is there is there things you'd like to promote, or is there a, a message to the masses you would like to pass along? As we as we wind down here, or how, how serious am I allowed to get? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> 
just funny or my, my last episode i got I, I talked to an hour with my one of my friends about black lives matter so i don't you know whatever you want to talk about it's fine with me well so here's this is my take on the current scene okay and it, it's kind of serious but maybe okay. i'll try to okay. keep it light too. okay so this is where so here's all i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a live read for for what i usually do in the, the between episodes never mind i'm gonna edit this this is where i'm gonna edit i'm gonna edit right here all right, I'm going to continue my talk with Jill Noel, but obviously there are a lot of ways to support this podcast, so I will run them down for you. Uh, first up, if you go to patreon.com slash funnyevan, that is one way you can support this podcast so it can continue to grow and invest more time in getting more guests, more resources, uh, nicer presentations, uh, and there are reward tiers based on your contributions. So that's one way. Uh, if you like the podcast, there is Awkward with Evan uh, mer- merch. I mean, there's like, you go to Teespring and I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, there is the Awkward is Real uh, t-shirts and shirts and you can uh, wear the podcast uh, wherever you go. And uh, another way you can help is also on Teespring, as we were talking about with Jill, um, I created some some COVID humor shirts, uh, not so much to make fun of it, but more just to take the edge off. So there is the COVID collection, and I will put that in the show notes as well. Uh, hopefully, uh, we will be through this soon, but good news, we are not through my interview with Jill Noel. So uh, let's get back to her. It's going to get good now. So this was lighthearted Jill. And now we're going to get into serious leadership, Jill. We're going to the other YouTube channel for, for, <laughs> for Jay Nizzle. That's what we're going to call her. Whoa, Jay Nizzle. And then at the end, I'm going to dump over a subway tray of catering stuff. You're going you're gonna <laughs> to take a scissor and you're going to stab that pillow behind you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rip it apart like you're... The movie Ted. With the, Here, wait, the, wait, wait. I've got a cup of pens. I'm just going to throw it. And, okay. You know, okay. Whatever. All right. So all, all kidding aside, I mean, I'm, I'm open to having serious conversations. We're going to turn the, the, the funny off. We're going to turn the current scene on. Jill, the floor is yours. Okay. But ask questions in the middle if you want. So okay. this, is, this is my thought. You know what? People have their opinions about why it's all gone a little bit nutty, but I think people can have their own opinions about that. But my own opinion is that, you know, it's the tension building up prior to the election. So fine. There's tension building up prior to the election. And it's kind of like, okay, how about this? And how about this? And how about that? But I think what's missing, just my opinion, is the return to something that we as Americans hold dear. A couple of things, actually. First of all, freedom, the return to, hey, at the bottom of all this, we have and want freedom in this country. Mm-hmm. And if we stick to that and we stick to that message, it's a lot easier for us to come together. And all of the things that are going against us being free are actually what the message is of the riots and protests and upset and crying and screaming and all of us maybe looking a bit like two-year-olds right now because mm-hmm. we're actually upset about the fact that we feel like our country has gone away from the freedom that we've fought pretty dang hard for, for a lot of centuries at this point. So that's, that's one part for me. Okay. And another part of that is that we've also gone away from or stomped on uh, the spiritual nature of man. 
Mm-hmm. And, and whatever that is for you, if that's, you know, if, if that's Allah, if that's God, if that's whatever you want to call it, or even just yourself as a spiritual being, yep. that's, that's been ignored and, and tromped on kind of hard too. So I think if we can return to that, see, people have a, they have a, a better ability to get along with each other when they think about each other as spiritual beings or from a moral or religious perspective, religious or spiritual. Like I said, it doesn't matter what religion to me, right. just my view. And it's a lot easier for us to come to some point of agreement if we uh, get back to that. So if we're talking about freedom and kind of the innate nature of man as a, a being, not, a, not an animal, then that's where we can resolve some of these problems. But I also know there's some people who don't want it to be resolved. So I get that. And that's kind of, to me, that's where the fight is. The fight is between those of us who'd like to see our freedoms be retained and continue to, to prosper yep. and those of us who don't want that. And if you boil all of this down, that's the fight. Yep. That's my view. Nice. There you go. That, that's why I make those shirts. Because <laughs> I know who's making the and arguments that's why go. I buy them. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's, that's why we make the argument. That's why we make it. Because, you know, we know that any argument has to have a third party. And, you know, they need us arguing because that's what sells. You know, you listen to, you know, I can, I can see, you see it more. Sometimes when things are slow in sports, in sports, you can like manufacture mm. arguments out of nothing. Like you can imagine listening to sports <laughs> talk right now where they're like just going yeah. through the same thing over and over again because nothing's been going on for four months. But, you right. know, it's like you can almost like on a, on a calendar board, like peg, okay, this is the time of the year where we're going to have this argument, but then we're going to switch over to yeah. this argument. So I can only imagine what it is that the, the argument timeline from here to November 3rd. Because that's really it. Like, yeah. what are the arguments that are getting us from here to when this whole thing's over? Because then it's just yeah. going to start to build back up again. Like, there's no longer, it's more about not even electing the leader. It's all about, like, making the next leader wrong for four years on an increasing basis. And just yeah. the idea of, like, not just hope, but the idea, it's almost like, there's more of it invalidating the other side rather than having deeming a person a savior. It's more about stomping down um, any semblance of like pragmatism, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. And the, the last point I'll say about that too, is that I, I long ago decided that politics was not going to save my life. Right. And no matter who gets elected, it, it kind of, doesn't matter to a large degree. And I think this is why a lot of people over maybe the last couple of decades stopped voting or right. reduced their voting habits is because it became somewhat irrelevant to them. And that where things really get done is on their own community levels. You know, maybe your mayor is actually more important. I think a lot of us found that out during the COVID crisis, right. but um, our mayors are maybe more important than, or our governors more right. important. Uh, because they actually control what happens for us day to day. So knowing people on my city council or or knowing my mayor, this is, yeah. has been more impactful for me recently. But again, it's not that I'm expecting my mayor to save anything either. Uh, guess what? I guess we have to do it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm very lucky. I live in a great neighborhood. I have awesome neighbors who are willing to have a neighborhood watch and care about the kids around here. Yeah. And, want things to be sane and safe. And, and I think that's how things start and, and improve in America. And I think it's how it's always been. 
And we just have to go back to that. Social media isn't going to save us. There isn't any politician who's going to save us either. Yes, two things. One, I found one of the funniest Babylon B headlines I saw was uh, the story said like, Yell, experts say yelling at each other at, on social media will resolve everything any day now. <laughs> any minute. <laughs> <laughs> and the other right. thing that was, I guess, a little more serious was that um, it's not, I, I forgot where I heard it. Someone said, we, we elect officials thinking they're going to solve our problems when they're the very people that created the problems for us in the first place. Amen to that. Yeah. Which is why I'm looking forward to my next political run and I look forward to causing many more problems for my fellow man or do the opposite. That's right. All right, Evan. Stir yes. it up. Stir yes. it up. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, that was very good. We, we, we maintained a balance there. Um, cool. Yeah. Well said. Very smart. Um, anything else? Should, should people try to find you on, on Facebook or anywhere or your businesses or should they leave you alone? Leave me the hell alone. No, okay, I'm fair enough. No, <laughs> I'm mostly kidding. I'm kind of kidding. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. You know, it, it's funny. I, I, um, I try to keep my personal life and my business life kind of separate, I guess Good. is how I would describe That's it. That's fine. That's what happens when yeah. I interview um, private. I, obviously, I'm interviewing sometimes public figures, but I interview just like regular people or like people are not like, check out me filming myself and selfieing myself so I can get some more likes and follows and all that. So, you know, it's, it's whatever. I mean, I have people, even like some of my best friends are like, I'm not coming on the podcast. I'm like, but I still might call them and be like, you know what? Just come on for two minutes and be like, so what do you want to talk about? And just say nothing. And then, then that'll be the whole interview. Like just for the sake of, <laughs> just for the sake of breaking the goal line. Cause I have to interview um, the libertarian VP and POTUS candidates later this month. Nice. And if, nice. and if they don't accept my Facebook request, I have to keep it where a Facebook friend must be in every episode. So. Like one lad, mm. like during before the March election, I interviewed a judge who was not yet my Facebook friend. So I had to call a college student in Pennsylvania to talk with me for ten minutes to keep the rule alive. So I like it. I like that you have a rule that you just made that has that nothing only to do I with care anything. About. Yeah, yeah. You just got to yeah. stick to that. Sometimes, I get that. Yeah, like a lot of like sometimes you have like ethical decisions where it's like no one cares about this but you. Like I don't care. It matters to me. They must yes. know. So, yeah. I can relate to that because, uh, so I'm going to show you one of those right now. Yes. Which is that if, if in my, in my cup, the pens must be in rainbow order. Ooh. That's, that, it's a rule. And if you use one of my pens, God help you. Because if you don't put it back in rainbow order. Damn. That's what happens. So that means like Roy yeah. G. Biv? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Good thing your, stu- your kids went to school so that they know the order of the spectrum. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, hell to pay in my yeah. household. Nice. Cool. Well, I mean, I've I have no other questions. Um, any you you said your piece. It's a great. It's on par with with Springer's final thoughts. So I I was very appreciative of that. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Let me know. Let me know when the shirt comes. I, Take another photo. And it'll be dope. I will. And I, my husband actually asked me for it. So you may get in, in this one, you may get a different model, which might be my husband. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I'll <laughs> make, I can cut one, but next to the other and I can make a little like family pairing. A, like a montage. All yeah, right. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah. Montage. I, I do have one final question for you. Okay. Do you have a favorite quote? Oh, shoot. 
Uh, <laughs> it could be short, you know? It could be short. The only quote of note that I've ever incorporated in my life was a Bon Jovi lyric from like a 1995 album that is pretty much uh, far, far away from how I view life these days. So, okay. Uh, I don't know what quotes are. I didn't say you have to live by it. I just said no, it was your favorite quote. Um, <laughs> no, I think there's the one, what is it? The one, uh, I don't know if it was actually Marianne Williamson who said it or if it was Nelson Mandela. Uh, oh, the one about the darkness and the light, but like you're uh, most afraid of being, being powerful. Yeah, that yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Most afraid, yeah. Let me, let me try it. Let's Google that right now. Nelson Mandela quotes. Okay. Let's see. Deepest fear. That's right. Yeah. Okay. It's not that you're power. It's not that you're inadequate. It's that you're powerful or something like that. Let's find it. Uh, our deepest fear is not that we are weak. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So that's a good one. There you go. Uh, that is an awesome one. Okay, one more. Then there's one more, I think, that I've liked. But I mean, none of them like are like, I have a visceral reaction to, but I mean, I just know there's always good ones to kind of like break out. Um, yes, this one. Let's see if it shows up right here. Not sure who said it. Is it William Gibson, maybe? Uh, before you diagnose yourself with depression or low self-esteem, first make sure that you are not, in fact, just surrounded by assholes. Yeah, it's a classic. I've actually posted that one on my Facebook page. So <laughs> yeah. I'm with you on that one. Good. Good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we got our quotes. I think that makes it. We, we, we made it to the end. You did, you did very awesome. well. Let's okay, I'm going to give you my quote, though. Yes. That's, oh, shoot. That's, my that's right. Up. That's why you asked me that question in the first place. Damn it. No, I'm kidding. Well, no. not okay. the only reason. Okay. I really did okay. want to know. Oh, good. Okay. But my, mine is Victor Hugo. No army can stop an idea whose time has come. Yes. No, I, that's right. That's, why, that's when I said the, the V for Vendetta thing. Was yeah. It, that was, uh, it was like, oh, crap. We're just going to quote. What did he say in the movie? People, no, obviously there's people shouldn't be afraid of their government. Government should be afraid of their people. Not so much that one. Uh, behind this mask, there is more than just flesh. Behind this mask, there is an idea, and ideas are bulletproof. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So very good. Good. All right, Joe, I'm a fan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to subscribe to your YouTube channels when you create them. If you need me to well, go now I have a great idea for it. Yeah, and if you need me ever to like go on stage with you so you can like push me, like that's fine. I don't mind being like uh just being like some guy in the background that you just like push over like every like I'm the Kenny of South Park that you just kind of like Oh, I love it. Yeah, push me back every time. Yeah. I feel like it's going to almost be like this Gallagher thing, like I need watermelons and sledgehammers too. Yeah, just throw stuff at me while you're when you're frustrated on stage and you need to like dramatize something, that's fine. <laughs> it's awesome. I love okay. it. Cool. All right. You are good to go. So thanks for coming on Socially Awkward. Thanks, Evan.
All right. I want to thank Jill Noel for coming on the podcast. Um, definitely got to learn about her as I get to learn about each and every Facebook friend as I check them off one by one. Uh, I have some aspiring Facebook friends coming up. And if they don't want to be my Facebook friend, I will have to get a Facebook friend uh, to uh, partner up with them uh, because it's a special situation. I might be interviewing a vice presidential and presidential candidate. I am not kidding. Uh, we are just uh, working out the dates, rescheduling one. Uh, we've scheduled the other and uh, lots of questions and fun talk. And I don't know. There's lots to look forward to with this podcast and there's a lot of people in the pipeline and uh, look forward to talking with all of you. And uh, you should be my Facebook friend if you're not. Um, but in the meantime, stay awkward because I will. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.